Hi, this is Brian Landau, and you're listening to The Drip, a podcast about how to caffeinate your campaigns. Today, I'm joined by Jeff Kozlowski. Jeff is a senior marketing communications manager at the University of Rochester Medical Center. In this episode, we talk about communicating complex, highly scientific research in lay terms, channel strategies to help activate multiple stakeholder groups, and what's winning on LinkedIn. Hi, Jeff. Brian, how you doing? Jeff Kozlowski is currently a senior marketing communications manager at the University of Rochester Medical Center. He supports the School of Medicine and Dentistry in raising the digital reputation of the research through social media strategy and content marketing. He has more than a decade's worth of experience in marketing with an emphasis on live video and video production with stints in the nonprofit sector, professional sports, ad agencies, and higher ed. Jeff, sorry, this isn't live video. It's a on-demand audio, but thank you for being with me. I really appreciate it. I can I can deal with it, Brian. But um, thank you for acknowledging. No, no, this is it's a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. So, for those that aren't familiar, can you share a little bit about the School of Medicine and Dentistry at the University of Rochester Medical Center? So, uh, School of Medicine and Dentistry, as you said, it falls under the University of Rochester Medical Center umbrella, and that is, um, you know, we're we're an academic medical center, and so you know, under that, you have the School of Medicine and Dentistry. School of Nursing and Eastman Institute for Oral Health. You know, that's all integrated with Strong Memorial Hospital as part of uh, University of Rochester Medical Center. So, you know, the the work that's being done at the school, you know, the, the students get very much integrated with the hospital. But under the School of Medicine, you have, you know, your, your medical education, medical students that want to be doctors. You have uh, graduate education, which are the PhDs and master's students, typically those that want to go more on the research side of, of things. Um, and then you have your, your postdocs have finished their PhD and, and, you know, they're in a postdoc professional development opportunity. A big part of the marketing and communications work that you're doing is partnering with researchers and scientists and helping to explain their research and insights, communicating research, particularly medical research, I think, in lay terms can be pretty challenging at times. Are there any best practices that you've developed to help take what is science-heavy information and communicate it to regular people like me? Really, it's it's a few things. You know, it, a lot of it is working with the researchers and scientists up front, you know, when we know they've got some cool work coming out uh, and we want to share it on social media, for example. It's, it's working with them to be like, Hey, you know, can you send me two to three sentences on this? Understand that this is our audience. They're not all specialists in the field that you specialize in. They don't, they're not coming at it from, you know, the, the under the same understanding that, that you have. So a lot of it is making sure, um, you know, we're working with the scientists and researchers and helping them communicate their work and, and get, let our audience understand the importance of it. But, you know, I think anytime you're dealing with something complex, I think any, you know, the video animation, something that is visually pleasing uh, more so than, than, you know, something like long form written content that we do do a lot of that. And we have some, some wonderful writers that, that get the job done there. I think I'm, I'm very much in the social media world. So I'm always thinking, how can we make this more visual? How can we, you know, grab somebody's attention that way and and explain this um, in a way that's going to kind of hook the viewer or hook the audience? 
Are there any content formats that have proven to be particularly effective for communicating medical focus research? You mentioned social media, but a lot of different content formats can live on social. What seems to be resonating the most? You know, and, and I don't know if this goes into a question you have later, but it really does, you know, depend on the channel. We have very different audiences on the different social channels, you know, like Twitter, that is where the research conversations are happening. So that is where, you know, we can be really kind of scientific and, and in the weeds about the science. But, you know, on the on the Instagram side, we have more of a student, perspective student audience. And of course, Instagram is obviously a, a very visual platform. And that's where we try to think like, all right, how can we do a cool reel or how can we bring imagery into all this? But I think the number one content format that probably performs well across all channels is, is images like raw, authentic imagery. Um, or, or, and I should, I should add video to that. We constantly see video taken on a cell phone, you know, we, we, like a, a colleague stumbles upon an event happening at the medical center and they grab a quick cell phone clip of it. And, you know, it's, it's happy students or happy people or something like that. And we slap that up on Facebook or Twitter can, it gets the, the most engagement of the month. You know, it's anytime I think, you know, especially when you're in a, uh, an educational setting, you can you can include pictures of of students where then when you share those you you have people like colleagues or fellow students that recognize them and comment on the posts and that that kind of stuff has consistently performed well for us jeff it sounds like your baby is in the background disagreeing with what you just <laughs> said i think she's got something to say about your strategy but it feels like there's almost a third dimension to this right so we're talking mm -hmm. about content format and how that content format meets the social channel, but the third dimension is the stakeholder group, right? So you're communicating this research to a broad range of stakeholders like prospective students and alumni and current faculty and staff. How do you think about delivering this type of content to that type of segment? For example, the video that you just mentioned, right? The selfie styled shot on an iPhone, whatever, that's really authentic and genuine. Does that work better for students and alumni but current faculty and staff need it delivered a little bit differently because they're maybe a little bit older or it's more serious for them. How do you think about that third dimension of who the stakeholder is and how to best connect with that type of profile? You know, it, it goes back to, again, thinking about the audience on the platform and just kind of understanding maybe what they expect when they go to that platform. Like, I think when our researchers are on Twitter, you know, they, they expect to see comment or commentary on um, research that just came out, papers being shared, really, you know, scientific imagery and, um, you know, like slides from, from research papers. Whereas, yeah, I think when you get over to Instagram and you have that student perspective, student alumni audience, thinking more about students and perspective students, you know, maybe they're thinking more like, Obviously, they're on a platform that is very much image video focused. So that's the kind of stuff they want to see. They want to see authentic imagery, pictures of people. Uh, prospective students want to see what's fun to do with the you know what's what you can do around town. Or obviously, I think they care about the caliber of work coming out, but that's just maybe not what they're on Instagram for. And so it is about audience is dominant on what particular platform and. Honestly, I think, you know, 
going back to thinking like if do faculty older faculty care if it's a, a selfie authentically shot video on a cell phone and i don't think i don't think they do i think it's you know we're kind of moving in a direction where uh that is just becoming kind of widely accepted again that that kind of stuff when we share it performs very well across channels facebook twitter instagram linkedin um so it doesn't really seem to to matter who the audience is in that particular instance it's just we have to remember i guess a couple key things just you know be authentic talk to people get kind of raw moments and see where we can work that stuff into our content i'll get you out of here on this question we've been talking a lot about social and channel strategies linkedin has become a really big channel for you. Can you share some of the content that you're publishing on LinkedIn specifically and how you're thinking about engagement on that content? LinkedIn, you know, one one thing that comes to mind first is like celebratory content, staff, student accomplishments. You know, this person got this prestigious award or um, this student is doing this really cool work in this lab thinking that, their colleagues, you know, if we're sharing something faculty did, their colleagues are likely on the platform uh, looking to celebrate their colleagues' work. You know, LinkedIn is a very professional networking platform and people are there to kind of lift each other up, I think. And, and so anytime we share any sort of celebratory messaging around, again, somebody getting awards, somebody, a student that did some great work or, or wrote their, authored their first study that was published Honestly, it doesn't matter what kind of creative goes with that content. Typically, we just sometimes slap a, a nice looking headshot of the person with with content like that. And it receives a ton of engagement, you know, but from the reactions to comments like, oh, I remember working with so-and-so or, you know, she, this person taught me this one time. I'll never forget it. You know, it just kind of gives people a reason to celebrate. And, and I think... Uh, you know, that's something that has has really, really stood stood out on on LinkedIn for us. I'm joined today by Jeff Kozlowski. Jeff, thank you so much for all your time and your wisdom. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Brian.